Warning, the following audio may contain content inappropriate for a younger audience. Also, spoilers will be included for the most recent episode of Game of Thrones. You have been warned. Hello and welcome for A Feast for Bros. I know this is not your regularly scheduled host and we're not live this week. That's because Sean had to work late because, you know, he's a very important lawyer and some things in life are apparently more uh, important than Game of Thrones. Just kidding! That's bullshit! Nothing is more important than Game of Thrones. He is a weakling and so we fucking killed him. I turned him, I cut his head off and made him into Sean the Mountain, which is just now my, like, I don't know. The Headless Mountain. Giant yeah. murder to- I don't know. He's not a really good mountain. He's not, like, that large. I don't know. He's, like, he's more yeah, of he's, a, he's, he's, he's pretty tall, but... You send, you send Sean to the wall, I think, is the <laughs> There, that's a much better. There are so it. many Game of Thrones, that's like how you do away with people. Yeah. Like I could have burned him alive. I could have done. I, there's so many things I could have done, and I just, I just, I went for the, the, like, the lowest to common. Old town. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you can't like tell, this is a piece for bros. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I am my of course uh, I'm your regular MGP Animania host Jack Newman and I'll be hosting uh, Feast for Bros this week and I'm joined with Feast for Bros regulars including Ben Haworth how are you Ben I'm doing well how are you I'm good I'm good I'm having a uh, uh, a waste of Woodford Reserve and a regular shake in Manhattan which you should never shake in Manhattan I was in a hurry uh, I'm that's bad, but, uh, you know, people can kill me later, and specifically Sean. Uh, but we're also joined this week by uh, Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. Sunburned, but good. I went for a walk today and didn't put on quite enough sunscreen, and bad things happen because I'm pasty. You are an amazing white person. Just, like, an amazing white person. <laughs> you, went, you went outside and you got sunburned. <laughs> like, I, I'm not saying that's true. It's true for me, like, right now as well. Like, I go outside. I literally got sunburned in, like, 15 minutes one day. And see, I was out there for an hour and a half. So, yeah, no, it's amazing. I, I live in a cave and thus I, like, have to go outside and set up a outside shot. And I just know I'm going to get sunburned because. I don't like when sunscreen touches my uh, tie. I really don't like it. If you have to put sunscreen on my face and I'm wearing a suit, it's like awful. Um, mm. Yeah, I hate it. All right. Uh, last person who is lucky to be alive today because she is a klutz. Uh, that's really stereotypical. Um, I, I can't have a stereotypical girl be on here and just be a total klutz. Uh, you're actually amazing in other ways. Jenna, how are you? <laughs> I'm not a stereotypical klutz at all. Like, next week, I'm going to call in all these people to vouch for me. I'm a complete badass. Complete badass. So next week, we're going to This is such bullshit. Where is Sean? I need him back. Because he's Hey, if we're going to lawyer up, my uh, I'll, you got to give me, like, two days. Because she's got to pass the bar. My girlfriend is, of course, taking the bar in two days. Everyone, of course, wish her good luck. Yay. Fucking wish her good yes, luck, you lady. assholes! I'm wishing good luck to your fiance, <laughs> not your girlfriend. Fool, learn what you uh, uh, cool what you have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, I didn't mean to. That was weirdly braggy. I, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, yes, but do wish her good luck, and uh, let's actually start talking about a Game of Thrones. So that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. I, I, this is like the only context in which I get to catch up with everyone, so I really appreciate it. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, Jenna. <laughs> uh, but we're going to start off this week, which is our episode two of season seven, or Stormborn, uh, which uh, this is the episode I kind of wanted episode one to be, <laughs> which is to say a lot of stuff happened, or at least we finally get to kind of see uh, Danny on Dragonstone doing Danny things, uh, which is where we're going to start today. We're going to start on Dragonstone, where Daenerys is finally confronting Varys, uh, which is interesting because up till now they've kind of just like essentially like Varys is here now and she's cool with him again. They finally like sit down and and sort of deal with the issues that Varys like you know attempted to kill Danny when she was little and goes through all the things. And you know I I always thought it was going to be bullshit that it was that, but I was actually surprised. Uh, what did you guys think about it? I mean, Varys is one of my favorite characters, so I'm very glad that he survived another day and had a very wonderfully awesome uh, speech, as per usual. It's sort of interesting to compare him to Littlefinger in this episode, because Littlefinger is the most sinister person. Like, he he's just a, spends an entire episode leering at people, and uh, he gets choked for it, but not murdered. And if he was with Daenerys, I think she would have... Uh, rightfully, quickly murdered him. I, I just Varys well, the difference is a lot. The more difference between Varys and Littlefinger is that Varys, you know, genuinely mm-hmm. seems to care about the people, and Littlefinger yes. is only about himself. Which is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I even for like on a George R. R. Martin like original text level, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to say if like Varys does another face turn before the end of the series, but that would be legitimately surprising. <laughs> like if like Littlefinger double crosses somebody, people would be like, "What? What the, the fuck did you think was gonna happen?" <laughs> like if Littlefinger yeah. doesn't change size at least four more times before the end of the series, or just somebody eventually stabs him, which is just amazing that no one stabbed him yet. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Uh, Jenna, what did you think about the like the inclusion of Varys? Do you think it was after a while? Do you think it was long in coming, or do you think that they just for like plot reasons had to keep including it? I think plot reasons. I mean, it kind of seemed like face value, and it was a little abrupt too. Like it was a little abrupt, but that wasn't my favorite part of the whole Dragonstone episode. So I'm kind of like quietly waiting in peace for a for the ultimate moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that happen on that episode as well, including the uh, the inclusion of Melisandra, which is just uh, which is interesting here to see her finally pop up and and she's kind of like, hey, Danny, you remember when you liked red priests and stuff, and you know, and Tyrion. It's it's really interesting to me, like how Game of Thrones now as like a show is like some information is like really readily available. And some is just not. Like, how did Tyrion know that Melisandre specifically was the Red Priestess at the head of, like... Because it's like, not like he was ever, like, introduced to her that I know of. I mean, yeah, it's like the... Uh, he doesn't know that, but he knows... He, he knows that, but he doesn't know that Jon Snow took over the North, which was a nice right. little right. moment where he's like, right. last time I saw that loser, he was going to the wall. Jesus, all right. <laughs> Things have changed. Um, I, know, I know. Well, that's that's the other thing, too, is, like, apparently everyone knows that, like, Cersei blew up the Sept, but no one knows that Jon is King of the North. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I also thought it was a little corny that Melisandre is like, oh, both of you are going to be the figures that are needed to save our world. Like, just not that I don't love it, because, of course, I'm still team uh, John and Danny forever. But I, uh, I oh still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I think this confirms. Beautiful kids. 
I think this confirms that the other uh, Red Priestess is is on the ship of the banded plot lines because I thought for sure that was going to be the conflict I've been thinking the entire time. She's like, oh, no. no, he is, and no, she is, and then she just shows up and she's like, maybe both. I don't know. Like, well, you know, I guess, like, I guess yeah. this is the thing is like it, it's 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 definitely was weird when we didn't see her on the ship being a backer there, and like and and like definitely all of these things that were happening. All the way through, like I, I definitely wanted to see. That, that's the other thing too is Melisandre like had was like last we saw her she was having a, a like a crisis of faith and all these things and now she's just with Danny and she's like chill I'm chill because I'm a plot device and it's like mm-hmm. well wh- what does this all lead up to like what's the old woman thing gonna be and what's all this other things um, old woman thing yeah where you- Melisandre's like an old where woman Melisandre's actually super old. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that'll be anything. That's just kind of showing that she has managed through, you know, sorcery, religion, faith, whatever you want to refer to it as, that she's managed to to live. So like there is some power in her religion. I don't I don't think that really like has a huge impact on the plot, but I could be very wrong. I think I think it matters in terms of like motifs in her. And I guess the thing is that like her popping up and being okay is like confusing the motif for me. Do you know do you know what I mean? Like up till now she was an issue. She's become an issue of like the breaking of faith. And but this is the thing is like this is the issue that I don't know how this, the Game of Thrones is going to end because like there's all these issues and it's like I want John to like as a character learn from those issues and he doesn't seem to learn from them. It's like it's like clearly like he's like oh yeah like I feel like the the lesson of Game of Thrones is like don't trust people and now John is like stick the knife here like it looks great right in my back little finger I'm not going to kill you for some here, unknown reason. Here there's marks on my body where everyone right. else stabbed me. Do you want to do the same? <laughs> it, it'll slide right and smooth with my other knife wounds like, <laughs> like it's one of those things we'll it's like to, right. we'll get to john later <laughs> we'll get to I, I, I it's it's way too easy to make jokes but i th- i feel like the issue is like i i don't i don't see what the moral motif of game of thrones is at this point from a show composition standpoint maybe the books are a little bit different but i don't understand like i don't understand who the hero that I'm rooting for and like because there's so many different transformations and directions that Starks are going in the Starks are the heroes but like they're all going in different directions right now and what is the direction that you know or is there going to be even a direction that is like the ultimate correct answer per se or is like one of the directions going to be evil and I I guess like the big thing is like you know we, we said this is like as predictable as Game of Thrones felt a couple seasons ago I have no idea where it's going you just went on a I rant mean, yeah. that I don't understand. I'm sorry. You just went <laughs> no, no, on no, a rant. You are you are correct. No, we, no one knows where it's going at this. No, point. No, no. I just yeah. think that like I think the big thing is that like, do you understand what the point of Game of Thrones is at this point in the season? Nope. Uh, and I think that's okay. Like I'm interested. I just don't know if the good guys are going to win or the bad guys are going to. I don't know who the yeah, good guys are. What is like <laughs> also I think, that. I think that it's more just will humanity win at this point. It's it's yeah, going yeah, for more of a it's going for more of a, a, a similar situation as to modern culture, which is like, can humanity unfuck itself in time, or it, will it just be too late, and all their petty arguments will be destroyed by a natural disaster that then kills them all, aka right. uh, White Walkers. Like that's what it's going for for me. It's, it's like, nice to have the natural we, disaster we have like a, <laughs> can, you know, 
the ideally is kill off Cersei, unite the lands with Danny and John. We all go fight the whites and we save the day. But you know, yeah, but then even using, but that's that's a that's a different moralistic value than like trusting in the conquesting Danny. Like, what does Danny represent? I, I I for my point, I think that like I agree with you to some extent, and I understand where you're coming from. I think that the moralistic underpinnings of a lot of the characters are compromised at this point a little bit, and I don't even think of that as like like a criticism at this point. I just think that it's like there's so much in play that it's hard to predict where it'll go yes. sure. and that's why i like it because i don't want to no no I, I i i this is not a criticism this is not at any stretch of criticism it's just like whereas one of the things it's like my point is here is that some of the smaller characters which did matter earlier in the season now seem to have lost their secondary importance and issues like melisandra like she's, I think she's still going to be. I think she's going to be plot important, and that she's going to be the exactly. The Lord of Light like she's coming back all the time, and Lord of Light's going to be a big element in the. But from a show thing. perspective, she's a motif character that has become a plot character. Yes, I think I think that um, one thing about her too, just to kind of go off what you guys are saying, is that she has um, should definitely be important because they they need her, right? Like she's the the proof, or they feel legitimized by her. But at the same time, I thought that was one of the powerful things about Stannis is that Melisandre really like ruined he she like corrupted him, you know, and he's supposed to be this incredibly honorable person who literally starved to death or not not literally. <laughs> he almost mm. starved to death because he was so devoted to his cause. And then it's like this, you know, beautiful woman comes along who, you know, guess what? Look what's on the inside. She's ancient comes along and he's like yes i'm gonna kill my daughter for you i'm going to do this i'm gonna do that and you know fuck you on my strategy planning table it's okay and i thought that would have been a lot more interesting to see if um she could like morally corrupt someone else and instead she's like nah everyone everyone's friends now no, <laughs> you know I, the white walkers are woman coming here, here's the last thing i we need to move on i'm not i'm not sean at this a little bit and i recognize that we need to to move on uh but one of the things i do want to ask you guys is uh now that we have davos uh going to dragonstone as well uh, do you guys think that davos and melisandre will finally have their like you know mm. death or whatever oh, there yeah. Because I feel like that's the only reason he involved Davos. <laughs> well, Davos is, you got to be Davos. That, that man, he shows his fingers, you He's know, like, and he always tells a story. He always gets yeah. you. Like, he was the Stannis' ace in the hole. Stannis was a terrible negotiator, and Davos would be like, look, fingers, me, fingers. Guys, Stannis. And they were like, he'd always get shit done, so... You got to bring Davos. He's your hype man, you know. You just no, I know. Like here. he talked in, he talked in uh, Lady Mormont, which is just like, and she's just like the. I had to admit, I was like, when Lady Mormont didn't support John in this episode, I was like, oh shit, it's going down. No one supports him. Me too. No, I think yeah. I'm doing that on I was like, purpose. oh well, this is clearly that there, no one's gonna listen to John I mean, now because Lady Mormont has spoken. But she, they all, they all have like a really good point. <laughs> like, like this is that is the stupidest element of diplomacy I've well, ever seen. We haven't seen. gotten there yet. Let's focus on Jack and Stark. We have to, we have to. Stone. We can't move on. We can't. We move can't because we have a no, lot we have to talk, talk about, about. The fucking the awesome power of all the women. The power women scene, which is just like the inclusion of Yara Greyjoy, Alaria Sand, a lot of the Sand Snakes, uh, Olena Tyrell, and Daenerys Targaryen. Which is to say, like all the major rulers now in the Seven Kingdoms are all planning female. to take down a queen, which is pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting too. If John leaves the North, then all the Seven Kingdoms are technically ruled by girls. Yes. Yes, they are. Except girl power. I mean, I guess technically the veil is still 
run by um, John Aaron and I mean, no one I, I, I went, it would be amazing if she like murders Littlefinger and she's like, oh, I own the veil. Well, I'm expecting <laughs> I mean, it to happen. Yeah. I'm expecting it to happen hardcore. Yeah, I, I really hope it happens. Is all I can say. Like, I I really hope that she like marries him okay, okay, and then sorry. kills them, we, kills him in their marriage bed. We got to talk, North, we gotta talk about it. this amazing scene, which even the showrunners had to pat their own back about. Like. <laughs> Did you did you guys see that in the after credit sequence when he's like he's like yeah there's so many powerful women in one room we just really had to do it and we we're gonna use it to justify killing all these other ladies on a boat. Then they all get murdered. But yeah. Yeah. I was actually referring to Grey Worm and Masande. I was so excited, yes. happiness, <laughs> and women being pleasured on screen. What gets better than that? I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, cool. I I can't deny I kind of wanted to see. His non gray worm. Like, you know, I, I for a hot second, I thought they were going to show it. I really I did. So too. And I was like, I, I, I don't want to see this, but also I do because I'm right? curious now. And yes, but it Eunuch- was very, very romantic. It reminded me of a similar scene in. Uh, it was very romantic. Eunuch related uh, searches uh, spiked on Google. <laughs> uh, it was. It was a. Uh, it reminded me of a sequence in Orange Is the New Black where someone like uh, has sex someone who doesn't have a. a uh, full leg he has like a prosthetic for his like thigh mm-hmm. below and she like yeah. sort of caresses that yeah. and like your deformity is still beautiful kind of you know and you're yeah. like a beautiful person no, plus as I, everyone pointed out like with an ass that beautiful like he's still like gorgeous like look at that man yeah that man is whew. They are both incredibly beautiful. I saw him in, like, street clothes at Comic-Con. Well, I wasn't at Comic-Con, but, like, I see pictures of him, like, doing interviews at Comic-Con in street clothes, and he looks like a skinny dude, and then you're like, but you're, like, gorgeous under there. Like, where (laughs) is all of that packed? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) No, because he he looks like he's, and it's cool, it's cute, because, like, Grey Worm is a nerd, like, in real life, so, like, he's just running around Comic-Con, like, oh! Like he's like he's like I got a little bit of stardom and now I can do Comic Con and he's just like enjoying the shit out of it and I and I'm, I'm like that's that's like the dream like that's wonderful be famous for five minutes so you can just like go like meet people at Comic Con <laughs> yeah I mean yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a cheesy line but it was still sweet the, the whole like bit about how you know he says like all the Unsullied had weaknesses and I never had one but now you're my weakness because you made me have fears it, 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 it was, was nice sweet. I, it was I, sweet. I think I, I think the fact that you guys give me so shit nice. about like the uh, of course, you realize this means one of them will die. Of course, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I, I mean, in each other's arms. I'm going for that, like, corny Romeo and Juliet now. Oh, God. I think, I think because be Grey Worm is going into danger, danger, it'll be Masande for something. Or, like, somebody will capture Masande or something like that. Uh, but we have a lot of captured women that we need to talk about eventually. But can we please talk about <laughs> Elena Tyrell and Daenerys at the very least? It's awesome. I, I don't think much oh, actually happened. Sorry. It's cool to have, like, the War Council... Other than the fact that, like, Tyrion laid out the stupidest fucking war plan ever. <laughs> just, Why is it stupid? I just, it's just, like, I, I have to admit, I gotta take Olena's side on this. Like, like you just go in and you just fuck them up. Like, you at this point. If you take, if you take. Just burn them all. No, you See, don't I burn was, them all. I thought you it just, was cool that he was gonna take Casterly Lock. That got me, Casterly Rock. That got me hyped to see yeah. him take back I can't wait be for like, us to fuck see you, Casterly seriously. Rock. Like yeah. if, Ty- if Tyrion is the one who cu- is now on the throne of Casterly Rock, and that would piss off Cersei so much, it would so be so much. awesome. Yeah. It would be amazing. <laughs> it would actually be amazing. And I think I think that's like I think that's 
the good point too, but like we have to, there's a big issue that we're going to think is like, we have to get to eventually where we're going to talk about how their plans are all fucked up right now. And what does that mean for the future of this episode? I mean, we knew that something had to happen a little bit that was like pro Cersei because like the power balance is so tipped in Danny's favor at the start of the season. Um, and, and it's just the only thing that's going to prevent Danny from winning. And we'll talk about the bath. Yeah. 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 But, uh, what did you guys think of Elena's Tyrell's speech to Danny? Because I actually, that was probably, Honestly, probably my favorite Olena Tyrell line and like the whole and maybe it's a combination of finally seeing these women meet and talk to each other. Like it's it's and that's the thing is too, is like some of the lines are still corny, but it's just like these characters have been built up for so long and have never met and finally like getting them in the same room is just super awesome. Uh which the show thinks we're gonna like I clearly from like the promos, the show thinks that when Danny and, and like and like John meet, like we're just gonna all spontaneously combust and just like a gasm. I think so. I it thinks we will. Um but I think like I even more so I'm that way for Olena and like Olena saying be a dragon like it's just it's, it's a really good bit i'm sorry no, and i think it I, I think it's disagree. also per- you disagree no i don't disagree i say we're not oh, okay you don't have to apologize. Yeah, yeah. this is what i'm saying no no, no i'm not, apolog- I'm not apolog- i think my Start. bit is that like i agree that like i think that i think that like for who would die in king's landing like the war would be over do you know what i mean yeah i think i think there's like a decide i feel like i i like honestly disagree with like Tyrion's tactics which i'm you know it's plot at this point but like i i understand where they come from because they that the targaryens have a huge you know fucking uh blight against them and to come back in that's and fair. conquer everything and burn down king's landing is just gonna look exactly like aegon 300 years ago and that's what mm-hmm. she's worried about she wants to come in and be like no it's okay it's okay Cersei was and the also bad like you know like she said you know she doesn't or i guess like Tyrion probably said it first, but she mm-hmm. still needs people left to rule by the time this is all over and done with. Like, if she goes and kills everyone, then yeah, she'll be a queen and there'll be nobody left in Westeros because her dragons burned all of them. But, <laughs> yeah, but I, I do I, agree with Jack that Lana had a good line where she's like, you know, my daughter, uh, granddaughter, you know, I forget the relationship to, to her and uh, uh, Nally Dorm's character, but like, uh, you know, she was beloved by the people and the noblemen and now she is just ashes. So look at what that got her, you know, like. You yeah, can only politics only go so far in this world. When and and especially Cersei's around to well, murder. Esp- exactly, especially Cersei think, is the big. Go ahead, Jenna. Sorry, that's okay. I think that it's um like I I what I, I really just emphasize empathize with. There we go. Uh, is um this need for Danny to be somewhere between um Marjorie and Cersei, right? So Cersei rules by hate. Marjorie rules by love. Um, and of course, there's more nuances than that, but that's how everyone see. That's how the common people see them. And I think for Danny to to be a successful queen, she has to be, you know, somewhere in the middle. People have to fear you, but they also have to love you. And I think that's. I'm hoping that's kind of like the dichotomy that's being established. We'll see how that goes for Danny because she also has a lot of mental health issues on her family's tree. But we can all hope. right, and that's why I view the Tyrion thing is that he wants to. Fuck Dan, fuck Cersei up. Him sitting on Castle Lock, he knows would make Cersei be so angry she might do something unbelievably stupid, like send the entire army to take it back just to prove a point. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that is what he's kind of going for. Is like, if we take Castle Lock, she's gonna lose her fucking mind, and she's gonna be do something very stupid that will probably 
make people turn against them. That's you know, I that from that perspective, I totally agree with you. I think that 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 like saves a lot of the elements of this plan for me is like thinking about like working against Cersei as opposed to like working against like what's practical. Like I I, yeah. I totally agree with you. I mean, because Cersei is totally the sort of person that would blow up King's Landing. <laughs> before losing oh yeah i mean it's i think like, that's what it's like a hundred percent i mean i think that's like the other predictable thing you feel like is going to happen is she's going to say burn them all and then he's going to have to jamie's going to have to have the exact same choice you know to kill the oh yeah queen as the queen oh yeah exactly it feels like exactly. I really it's like do think it's, that's exactly what's gonna it's happen. gonna happen like there's yeah. no doubt in my mind that is exactly what's gonna happen but we really fucking need to move on to old town okay. uh <laughs> so let's move on to the uh the pox pot pie um, which is a never fucking gross yeah. food they, montage. Horrible. They're like, you thought poop soup was gross. <laughs> right? No, it was nothing compared. I wonder I how many, if they the have Samuel another one in the next episode, I'm going to freak out, to be honest with you. Like, like that was, what do you guys think of Jorah Mormont and where he's going to factor into the rest of this series? Uh, I wonder. I really want him to live. I've always really liked Jorah a whole lot. Yeah, it's it feels very, um, this doesn't feel like something's going to happen in the book, is what I'm saying. Like, it feels yeah. very, like, you know, yeah. let's have one fan-favorite character save another fan-favorite character. You know what I mean? Like, uh, mm. and now Sam is Dr. Sam MD, who can cure, like, the... <laughs> Dr. The, Sam MD! Necrotic, <laughs> uh, deathly disease that everyone dies of because you read a book, you know? But, like, eh, right. <laughs> TV show logic. Um, but at the very least, it looked horribly painful and awful so like you can at least kind of understand why no one's tried it because it's like you're inviting so much sepsis and like it's just Just like like, grossness and infection and everything it's yeah when when they reveal that it's pussy under there it's like oh no no oh oh, yeah 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 i I had to admit the the visceral reaction like how long it was until the pot pie shot before i realized it wasn't him i just like sort of lost it a little bit that was it was a gross transition but it was also such a good transition just like artistically it is using like an amazing, almost like 2001 Space Odyssey level mm-hmm. of transition <laughs> to gross you that out, level which is just, cut. yeah, which yes. is just like using weapons of mass discretion, mass destruction <laughs> for like no reason, mass like, disgusting, mass disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> mass disgusting. Like, why do we go with the well of the most powerful transition and then just be like, let's just use it to fuck with you? <laughs> yes, I also really like I, Jim I Broadbent. That... He's just like uh, a great I... surly. <laughs> like Maester's not putting up the same shit. Uh, what were you gonna say, Jen? I was gonna say I think that I, I think it's gonna be kind of corny. Like honestly, I think I would like it better. Even though I like Sir Jorah, I, I would like it better if he just died uh, as you know as a stone man because it's getting kind of corny. Like oh, you know, Sam's found the the one way to kill yes, him, which yeah. is truly graphic. But he's gonna come back, like save Danny, and then die in front of her and be like, "I told you, I loved you." And and that's it's a, I love you, Jenna. But that much. is just because you are Team Danny and John. Like that's <laughs> like I like I I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to call you out or anything, but like I know that is why you want him to just die. <laughs> like, but I, I understand where she's coming from. I, I but it's it is also, very convenient. He, the one thing I'll sorry, yeah. Way too convenient. That's that's the problem. It's like it was corny when you know Sam is dumping soup for all these people in 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 cells, you know, and all of a sudden it's Sir Jorah, and then all of a sudden Sam has found the one way to cure him, and it's it's corny. Like as much as I like corny when it comes to these like love relationships, this one is just I'm having a hard time. 
The maximum corn. Get it, Crow Bros with the corn. Sorry, I just had a really cool imagery that I want to do into like a comic. Uh, but go ahead. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Ben? The one thing that it could do is that we also know that it's it's not just a skin disease, but a mental disease. So it's possible that just because he takes all the the shit off of his skin. That yeah, that doesn't. It is that makes you go crazy? Just from a medical perspective, treating the symptoms doesn't do anything. Like, like I don't right. care what your ointment is. Like, it doesn't fix the issue. It's not like cancer. Right. Like, it's not underneath the skin. It's just growing on top of the skin. If it was growing underneath the skin, he wouldn't have that arm. Like, that's not that's not how diseases work. Like, it, this I, is I, Game of Thrones diseases, though. But I think there's magical a possibility stone. that he might not have like stone arms and stuff, but he might still get the, the madness you know what i mean yes and that might be sort of the which would be trade-off. a cool way for them to remove the stone scale and him still be like mad and kill danny and all that jazz or not kill Danny. oh he's not gonna no. kill danny, but that's but that's he's i i i believe i agree with you ben that i have no doubt that whatever this is going to serve a purpose in terms of him like i have no doubt that jorah is going to die at this point because they just played with it too much to not pull a trigger on it. Though, you know, that's the show for you. They love killing characters that you don't expect. Well, they, they clearly have a plan for him. Otherwise, he would have had a Gendry exit where he just like, I will go cure stuff, and then you never see him again. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is, like, I was so much more cooler with his exit than I was with Gendry's. Do you know what I mean? Like, Gendry being gone. I was, was like, really shocked to see him in the first episode of this season. Yeah, I thought we would see him as a stone man later. And like a it, like a it, zombie movie, you know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, there he is, and he's like, eh, and they're like, I'm sorry, Jor, and they murdered. That would have been a cool, like, powerful yes. moment. To be entirely honest with you, like that would have yeah, been that's a, actual, they were like, a pretty with, cool moment. Uh, I, I did too, honestly. I thought Jorah was done, but here he is, Jesus. Uh, let's move on to Winterfell uh, again. Jon Snow receives Tyrion's thing, which is a really great nod to the first season with the line uh, to Jon, which I really, I really appreciated that. Yeah, um, I did too. And I also enjoyed that Jon relying on Sansa to talk about like Tyrion and then uh, one of the things I do think is kind of corny is that like sometimes in the show I feel like major characters recognize that other major characters are major characters because <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're like oh yeah Tyrion he's a great guy and they're like yeah, oh, yeah Jon Snow I trust him he's great I went to the wall once with him <laughs> yeah like a long yeah. time ago <laughs> yeah, that's why his like, reaction was better before like, like, like my father I killed to... his father <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that's why his reaction was better when he was like that loser fucking went to the walls <laughs> king of the north all right yeah, yeah I, I like i like i think that sometimes it works and sometimes it's not i do think that like i'm very curious how this is all going to play out in the book <laughs> like if it's going to be like that directly corny where they like trust each other i imagine it won't be and that this is just the show so. moving the plot along yeah i mean i think it's just getting him to to dragon stone which i'm glad that we we, we got that out of the way because i was like oh it's gonna be a couple episodes where he's like i shouldn't go and then he's gonna get the letter and he's like i should go you know and they, they did all that in one episode yeah. yeah yeah which is which I, I agree with you entirely like in terms of like shit i didn't want to see that shit i didn't want to see and it's like that sells the believability of the decision like they're like ah fuck this one believability in this instance for the purpose of the plot and i'm like from a from a like a show running standpoint i totally agree with you because i didn't want to see john like Think Sulfur. about it for two episodes. <laughs> you know, like, what, but I think I think there is uh, what you guys think was going to happen is Tyrion notably did not say that what Danny said, which is that she wants him to bend the knee. So I feel like he's going to show up and uh, we're going to get a lot of Tyrion. Well, let me tell you a story about it. <laughs> you know, like try mm-hmm. to talk his way out of it. I'm curious what you guys think is going to be John's reaction when that happens. John said specifically to bend the knee, so. 
Did he? I, I don't think he ever he did. He did to the room. That was the thing. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I Am I wrong? Going to be, I, um, I think it'll be just like a repeat of history, right? So the Starks, the Starks bent the knee before to try and maintain like peace in the kingdom, and I, I really think that's what it'll be too. Because John's whole push, of course, if he gets like morally corrupt too, but John's whole push is like saving, saving humanity from the White Walkers, and so to get stubborn when his character's trait is not like being foolishly stubborn to get stubborn and not bend the knee to Danny when he's not supposed to have this huge interest in ruling would be like kind of dumb. Honestly, it would be such a major uh, diversion from who he is. God, you know, what would be stupid is if (laughs) for some reason, like one of her dragons, like attacks John and like breathes fire on him (laughs) and he walks out of the fire. Oh, oh God! That's that's really dumb. Because he's a Targaryen. Really yeah, that'd be that'd I mean, be such a stupid Targaryen reveal. That would be the dumbest way to do it. You it would be come the, across the dumbest way to do it. So I, I mean, I, like, that'd be too I don't much. think that's they're gonna do that because podcast. I give these show credits like, specific. Like, stuff. yeah, I give them like plenty of credit where they do, but like that's that was the one thing I was like, oh, that'd be such a stupid way to do that. I don't even want to think about it. It's like moving Um, on. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I I thank God also that like uh, somebody was like, dragons kill whites. Like, oh, thank God. Someone said it. Like, like, have y'all not realized this bitch is like. Fire, white, bad. Dragon have fire. Dragon good? (laughs) It's just like, no, it's like for are like, Sam, you have access to books. You should have told him what the fuck. Like, and the fact that no <laughs> one is key to the Flak Valyrian still kills White Walkers too has like been driving me insane. <laughs> like, come on! The common sense is a little weak at this point in the show. It is. No, it we're really we're is. on blockbuster movie logic now. I feel like we're we got the big no, plot points we're, we're and, focusing on. You know, and I'm okay because the production values of each individual episode are going through the roof. Right, that's yes. like I mean. getting like, like us getting that the naval broad battle. We'll get in the middle of this episode and like a second episode is 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 just shows that like they've like accrued all the money to these individual episodes. Like I got a lot that, to say about that naval battle. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll get there. It's I mean it's cheap, but like the fact that it even happens in the second episode yeah, tells you what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. We'll talk about like, it. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll we'll get there. I agree, I agree with what I know what you're going to go with that, but. All right, uh, in the Riverland, unless there's anything else, we, we need to talk about Littlefinger I mean, and how Sansa's inevitably going to kill him. Oh, oh yeah. Of course it's the Riverlands. So. Oh, no, it is Winterfell. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's, you know. The, first off, they love, uh, Starks love choking Littlefinger because uh, uh, Ned did it in first season, and uh, <laughs> now John does it too, and they don't want to kill the guy, but they, they'll get a good choke in at least, which is, you know, always makes you feel better. It's like a, it's like a stark a dominance thing, and then they just always get stabbed in the butt by the little weasel, and I'm just like, <sighs> I, I guess like... Yeah, if, if Littlefinger pulls a knife on John again, I'm going to be like, oh, God. I, I really just, I really hope by the time John comes back that Sansa just has like shit sorted out. <laughs> because I, I'm yes. way more interested in a power struggle between Sansa and John than a power struggle between Littlefinger. Because like it's like at this point I'm just like, yes, Littlefinger is evil. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! I, it was amazing in season one. <laughs> I I agree with you, but I'm Sansa's an idiot, and I like have such a strong, <laughs> profound dislike for her that I can imagine her thinking she's going to get married to Littlefinger to take over the veil. And so I really think that John's going to return and they're going to be married and 
Baelish is just going to have this shit-eating grin on his face, and I'm going to mm. be really repulsed. God, really repulsed. God, I hope not. Because she's going to combine the Starks and the Vale and do all the things. I mean, my only hope yes. is that she does something like that, and then she murders Littlefinger. Right, right. Like, she gets, she goes back to the Vale, gets Littlefinger to murder John Aaron, they inherit the Vale for some little fingering machinations, <laughs> yeah. and then immediately she stabs him and throws him through the moon door. Like, that's all right. I can hope. Uh, which is, which is, I, I guess my big thing is, like, how is this all going to unfold in the next couple of episodes? Like, how is that going to happen? Well, time means nothing there, remember? Okay, that's fair. Like <laughs> cross I guess, vast I, I guess, distances. yeah, Br- Bran still hasn't gotten from the wall down to Winterfell, but they're going to go oh, to Dragonstone shit, by next Oh, shit, that's totally going to happen. <laughs> Bran yeah, is going to go and be up. the true Stark, and well, it's going to cause issues. Bran, yeah. Bran doesn't have to uh, tell John at least who his parents are, because the dragons will, will reveal that to everyone oh, else. God. This is true. <laughs> Our worst version. <laughs> well, well yeah, <laughs> shit. Well, no, this is actually a consideration. Does that mean Bran comes down and He's sort of a Stark with like San- Sansa and his Stark and Brand, sort of the thing in the north for the rest of this season. And John is just palling around with Daenerys doing dragon things. Like some dragons, like I recognize you. You're a Targaryen. Hop on my back, and that's like the rest of the season. Was oh, that the other way? Is the dragons going to go up to John and be like a little cat? Like, wow. Yeah, exactly. It's like it like rubs <laughs> its face on him, back. and that's like how <laughs> they realize. His chin, you know, <laughs> only a Targaryen it. would get to dragon only a Targaryen could like. <laughs> change out this dragon's litter box like (laughs) (laughs) that's the other thing too is that that's the thing you don't think about dragons is that's taking like a buffalo sized shit like 30 feet somewhere (laughs) like they burn it afterwards it's like oh yeah it goes out both holes oh god they got dogs bury it they just turn around and burn it (laughs) (laughs) or it's like their their buttholes are like also flammable (laughs) (laughs) that's how dragon glass is made Ah. (laughs) it's actual methane oh my god let's not let's stop let's stop I'm sorry Sean will never forgive me for this so let's talk about the the greatest return in the show's history of returns Motherfucking hot pie's back, bitch! Hot pie! (laughs) I was way too excited to see hot pie. I know it's anything from like that original like SSS. Like anytime a character from like the just like the lost plotline shows up, I like I literally like cheer at the screen, and I that's like why I'm sure Gendry's gonna come back because it's one of those things where more so than any other fandom, the Game of Thrones people are like super aware of their own fandom. Do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) like they're hyper aware, and that's the only reason pot pie comes back. To be like, Arya, Jon Snow is actually in the north. Which I, I just, poor Arya. Can we just like take a moment to say this poor girl just cannot accept that something good happened to her family? Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, he took back Winterfell. And he's like, fuck off. Like, no, he didn't. <laughs> he's dead somewhere. They're all dead somewhere but me, and I gotta murder everybody because I'm cold and heartless. Like, no, no. He's like alive, and they, your house is back, and it's fine. And you're like, yeah. Like, everything's what? fine. <laughs> <laughs> you just I do, can't I, accept it. I, I do think it was. I actually, I, this is one of the moments where, like, some of these characters that were, like, you know, have developed better acting talents as, like, the seasons have moved on. I think, and, like, I feel like a lot of people give Maisie Williams shit sometimes that I don't think is deserved because I actually think she's a pretty great actress, to be honest. I do as well. Yeah. Do you know what? She, um, what was, uh, what, what season of Doctor Who are we on? Oh, who the fuck um, knows? The last one with Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman. 
uh, Macy Williams was the best part of that season. Yeah, in my opinion, and it's it. I definitely don't have that those same words to tell. Uh, like Amelia em- Clark. I'm sorry. Like she's. I think so. Why people give her so much shit is that um she. It's because she's not conventionally attractive, right? Like that's why. Oh, I what care. the fuck? I, I don't. I didn't. But do you disagree that what I mean seriously? I don't think Marjorie was this amazing actress, but she's gorgeous. So everyone. That's like, Sean's oh. beef. That's a different day's discussion. <laughs> I never said yeah. that she was an amazing actress. I said she had her smirk game down. Is the only thing that I've ever said. I I don't. I think <laughs> Amelia Clark. I was about to say y- y'all can give me shit. I've said women are beautiful. I said Gal Gadot is not a great actress, but is beautiful. Do you know what I mean? And is conventionally beautiful. I I think that like no no offense. You you're probably right, Jenna. In terms terms of the broader audience i just reject the idea that that's what i'm saying here oh and i didn't mean to like point fingers i just think that because i hear a lot about Maisie williams yeah. and it's, a lot of it's not like complimentary and i really just think that's like, or you a, mean amelia what clark. we expect actresses to look like you know or you mean amelia clark no no i was talking Maisie williams oh i think that, i like, think she's i think she's actually probably one of the better actors on the show like i mean my mm-hmm. if i have yeah, acting totally. beef it's with uh amelia clark who i think is conventionally gorgeous uh except for the eyebrows not a big thing for me um her, they needed her, to dye those her self-control uh, <laughs> <laughs> her eyebrows that are sentient. sorry uh i don't i don't mean to that's totally terrible on my part uh but <laughs> like i i also think sansa is absolutely gorgeous and i don't think she's the world's greatest actor actress she's horrible truly i think i think i think amelia clark at least like has a bit that she's doing do you know what i mean and she's staying within the confines of that bit and that makes it fine for me as opposed to like i think sometimes sansa just like annoys me she's like what <laughs> just like good read mama clark has this <laughs> like i'm innocent like wide-eyed expression that like fits with her character and oh okay i'm getting off sons i don't want to think about her at five i'll admit that t- uh, that his death at the end uh bruce like the bolton death at the end was really great on her part and she she's she also has a great smirk game which was great uh Yes. Sarah, you disagree with me. It's cool. You can say it out loud. The Starks always have their I murdered a traitor moment, and it's always pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's just built They're up by the show. Yeah, okay. Bran right. hasn't had one yet, and he'll probably have a great one. He might murder Jamie. Oh, don't say that. That might be Mira. <laughs> he'll probably... Oh, he'll probably... Oh, oh! I thought of something really dumb but kind of awesome, is that Bran will, will white into somebody and make them kill themselves. Oh, that is oh, so man. dark. Right, that is like that is blood. like violently dark and super right? stupid. But like, but but why even <laughs> someone just make them crack their own neck and then he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like okay, so violent. Uh, King's Landing, Cersei. <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on. We got to talk. No, about we have the, to talk about the, the other wolf, return. The wolf. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk. We we have to speed up these last two, but like we do need to talk about the wolf comeback. Uh, Sean was under the impression that uh, Arya was still heading north. I just want to say that I was like mad at him in chat, and I was like, she's definitely going back towards Cersei. The whole point of that was just like right. she sees the wolf and she's like, I'm not domesticated. And then she like ends up like, I'm gonna go kill Cersei because that's who I am. And that's oh, just interesting. Yeah. Does everyone agree with that? I don't. I, yes. I thought she saw that and was like, uh, this is what I could become. I should go back to be with my family. That's what I took it as. So I might be wrong. Really? I, I, yeah. I, 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 totally I took t- it as like, oh, look what happened when she didn't have people. She became a wild beast that will never 
love me. And so, though I'm sure what? Nightmare will come back and she will ride her army of wolves, which I've always been expecting her day one day to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do... I think Nymeria is going to like follow her, right? So like with her wolf pack, I think that they'll follow yeah. Arya no matter where Arya wants to go. I, I feel like we're gonna. And then get like Arya is accidentally gonna fuck up at some point, and you think mm-hmm. she's about to die, but then exactly. the wolves come in and kill everyone. Yes, I, I really she'll think she'll command that would be... an army of wolves, and it'll be awesome. I really and think she'll that... be Princess Mononoke. I mean, I guess like because like it's one of those things when you when you have like built in plot armor for characters like I know Arya can't assassinate Cersei because Jamie has to do it at this point. Like there's just too many road signs for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and also just like in terms of a climax, like Danny has to like surround the city and Jamie has to like prevent her from killing everyone inside the city like that just has to happen. Um, but I, I think that. The point is, is like I think Arya is going to go there and is is going to fail somehow and have a realization and maybe be saved by the wolves, which I'm really excited for. That's cool. Except, okay, so yeah. this is my like cynicism speaking. I kind of wanted Nymeria to attack Arya or something. Yeah, just her a little bit. You know, it's it's getting. A, I don't know. Like I, I maybe I'm just like. I Game of Thrones. They're fucking wolves. You're <laughs> ready for everyone to murder. Yeah, because well, it would have been unexpected, right? Fine, we all yeah. think Arya is going to. Well, I think many people think that Arya is going to survive for a while still because she's a badass. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like they have this really powerful, tense scene of her and Nymeria facing off when she chased off Nymeria, which saved her life, granted, but still. And then instead, it's just like Nymeria backs down and runs off. I don't know. Yeah, or they do what they originally did in the books, which is like something comes up that convinces uh, Arya to go and kill Danny, and then there's that moment uh, because clearly, like I think in the beginning there was like a suggestion that she was going to go and kill Danny or something at the end of one of the books. It's been a while, guys. Was there? I believe there was. I don't remember that. There was, it think- has been a while. You're right. It's also been a really long time since any of them have warred. Like, I I thought that was going to actually be a moment, maybe, that we would see Arya, like, being able to recognize that she's, again, able to see what Nymeria sees. And, I don't know, we the Starks have lost their power. The war, yeah, the warging or the other things, too. It's a question, because she's clearly seen the moment where she's been driving around, but we'll see. That's just, let's, we got to move on. We got to move on, because uh, this is, an, we got two really good things to talk about real fast, because first up is Cersei Lannister, and they're making deals and making ballista. Uh, I love Quiburn. I just want to say that. Like, I love, like, his, like, mad scientist shtick. And he works so well for Cersei. Yeah. Like, it's amazing to me, just, like, how thought- he just, like, it was actually a much more reasonable thing than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be I know, I did too. <laughs> really stupid, like, like, like dragon spray. <laughs> like, <you know>. yeah. <laughs> dragon spray. Or like, I thought he was like, gonna like or he was going to make like the a horn. I thought, dragon, like, like a little yeah. like a whole mechanical dragon or something like oh, ridiculous. Like, like Bugs Life. <laughs> And they yeah. have like a bunch of like dragons. Yeah, like, and then the end of Game of Thrones is just a bug's life, and it turns out George R. R. Martin has been a huge fan of a bug's life this whole time. <laughs> a whole circus troupe for the winners, like, yeah, I would love that. And um, Cersei's but real, it's just like, like a, a huge spear. That makes sense. Like, I get that. That's a, that's a good. Yeah, it was choice. it was like super simple. It's just like we're gonna put these things on the walls, and they're just gonna shoot spears at dragons. And I'm like, yeah, I mean that's that's what I would do probably. Okay, I don't that's, know. A, that's a solid choice. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Shane Dragon yeah. says also to shoot nets. Try to shoot some nets. It's a good one. Yeah, too. yeah. It's it's one of those things where I'm just like I, I was like, oh, that's that's the reasonable decision process, Cersei. That's yeah. what you, what's happening with you. <laughs> um, I mean, also, it, we, we gotta. I feel like we're losing a dragon this season, right? I feel like oh, we yeah. have undoubtedly have to lose a dragon eventually. Which I don't know what that means. I get this is the other big thing that's been bothering me is the motifs of the wolves and what does it mean for Star Children to have their wolves dead versus the one surviving wolf and what does that mean? And what does it mean if there's like one head of the dragon dies? There, I I feel like this is the big mystery. That's that's the true character that may or may not come back. The forgotten storyline. Yeah, <laughs> ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like where's ghost, ghost been this whole time? Still at Winterfell, isn't he? He he been ghost shown yet. John, he might like be he's at the just wall, or he might be. Like you can wall. totally. Be I meant the wall. John died. I think he was under the table. Yeah, he was there when John woke up, and that was the last time we saw him. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yeah, and they're just yeah. like, I we think. don't have CG in the budget for Ghost to just be in background shots. <laughs> right, right. Ghost shows up when Ghost has to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Ghost. Otherwise, Ghost is like reading a magazine on his set chair. He's just like he's just My like having day. a cigarette. He's no, like, okay. you need me to eat somebody? I'm good for it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what this wolf bit. I saw like an internet comic from uh, early in season two when Danny goes to Karth and um you know the uh, the leader of Karth is like oh, well we that. want to see your dragons where are they and then the next panel is you know Danny screaming at him but it says CGI is expensive you know <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we didn't see the dragons for most of season yeah they were yeah. in a box it's just like cheap plastic <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, they got some like like autumn leaves rustling around and they just like yeah. shake it and it's like look dragons <laughs> yes i uh I, I have to admit i i liked I, I liked that aside i do think that um in terms of seeing cersei actually as a capable ruler it's a, it's for me a good departure from the books and I and this I, I honestly think this has been affected heavily by Lena Headey, and I'm really I'm still really enjoying. But I like how they still play to the books, where it's still like Cersei's instability as a ruler is still a factor, but she's still capable. And it's just like Lena Headey has put this character in such a sweet spot for me that I'm just like really happy in terms of like thinking this might be a superior version of the character to George R. R. Martin's, where she's just like I very. Have to- so strongly disagree with you like respectfully of course but no no so no, no you're good go ahead and i'm gonna have to kind of like jump ahead you know for the last 11 minutes of our discussion just because it's so important um they've all they've made her in the show such a maternal figure that that doesn't exist in the book and that drives me crazy that they're taking away her agency as a human as an intellectual and instead making it all about her kids right so the gift that she's going to be brought by her soon to be husband is the person who killed her daughter even though in the books she doesn't her her children are basically pawns so that she has control over you know the next line of rulers of the kingdom and i I have such a hard time with like her maternal side in the shows compared in the books. Okay, I'll get off my. Uh, I, I guess, and I guess the thing is that technically Toman hasn't died in the books, right? Okay, so it's like fair. I don't like, and that's the thing is that like at the point in the books she's gotten to the Lady Godiva moment, so like at the end of that she was broken and maybe maybe she does take a turn in the next coming up of the books, and that's just my point is that like I don't see that. I don't understand how George R. R. Martin's going to do that, but as of right now, she's still in power, but she's like significantly diminished. 
Yeah. And so maybe it's just like the point that the books are at, but at the same time, like the show has done such a flip turn that I've really appreciated it. Do you know what I mean? The flip turn of her character and is some and into like these unisex outfits with like short hair. I'm a king kind of deal. You know, like not I'm a queen. I'm a great queen. Oh hey, there's Sarah's cat. My uh, my cat Tyrion oh, is making an appearance. <laughs> oh my god, he looks really grumpy from that. He's so fat. <laughs> He's very grumpy. Go give him a goblet of wine. Oh my god. Uh, let's. Is there anything else to talk about? Well, let's, uh, Specifically, I want to Randall talk Tarly. About yeah, Randall Tarley, and and how much it is that for those who don't remember, he is Sam's dad, and uh, he seems to be sort of propped up in this episode as like the leader of the noble houses, who uh, is going to be sort of the general of uh, uh, once he uh, um, yeah, he sort of presented a very on the nose uh, dual decision he can make between uh, uh, aligning with the Unsullied or aligning with uh, Lannisters. And uh, the Lannisters desperately seem to need him to sort of lead their armies. And I thought it was just interesting that Sam is clearly working with John and is pro John all the way, his homeboy. So I'm curious <laughs> how that sort of family dynamic, and they showed the whole scene of him getting yelled at, you know, and that horrible awkward dinner conversation from last season. <laughs> so yeah. I think yeah. I think there's oh, going to yeah. be another Sam Randall versus well, sides uh, meetup. I feel like well, they're kind and of. And I mean, to. Sam did take his sword. That's right. Yeah, that's dark. That's that. that's gonna be like a uncommon kill you type of thing. But one of the things that I think is the big the big draw for this sort of take in season is that like Randall Randall Tarley is like Tywin Lannister levels of like military commander. And it's like, yeah. and that's the thing is like, they say it there. It's like, he's the only person that defeated Robert Baratheon. Like, you know, he just got outnumbered by the veil, the North and the thing in the last war. Like if he's like taking sides, like it's actually a big deal, which is, I'm glad that they're doing this episode. They're like building Cersei up to like having formidable foes and issues here again. Yeah, uh, this is loving the place. It's fine. I already deposited Cersei. it. No, then yeah, sorry. This, is, this, <laughs> this episode was leveling the playing field a lot for Cersei. So I think you and I, we, should we talk about the, your own stuff now yeah yeah let's go ahead and get to it and uh and the uh the uh this uh snake murder i guess i I don't have a clever pun for this um sorry (laughs) well first we get uh the greatest dumbest line in game of thrones history so uh i have i have a bit of a, a chest cough right now due to various texan pollens and um when uh, when Ilaria Sand says that line of there's a foreign invasion happening right now, it started a coughing fit that lasted for the rest of the episode. <laughs> like that. Very much like that, but for the next 10 minutes. I was not yeah. expecting a witty porn line in this episode, though. Oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was enjoyable. It was so cheesy. I, I have to admit, I was like, damn, Game of Thrones blowing its sex load in episode two. Like, <laughs> And then it's like, and then they box blocked the shit out of it. I was so sad. Yes. <laughs> Yura and Greyjoy I mean, is an amazing box gotta. blocker. And I'm thank you for liking that tweet on, on uh, Twitter, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh man! No problem. <laughs> You're good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad somebody of, gets. Yeah, this is a ridiculous scene. Like, I, I think it's a good scene, but like, particularly at the start, he, it totally felt like a WWE entrance. Like, I expected Jerry King to be like, "That's your on Greyjoy's music," and it'd be like, "Your on Greyjoy." The thing comes down. He's like, "Yeah." He's just like so goofy. He's like nine hundred percent ham. He. 
I like him. I'm sorry. I like him so <laughs> much so as a villain. Silly. He's the villainy that I've like been missing, and especially in terms of characterization, like I do like the level of like sometimes with like the 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 Reavers is like they show up and they kill people and then they're gone. Like you know, it's one of those things where it's like until now, like he's still like a force to be reckoned with in terms of like something that could actually fuck people up. And I, I, I still think that their, like, ship building speed is ridiculous. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. He's like, I built the this ridiculous speed, warship. But also the the speed of the Sand Snake's death was a little much for me. Like, I understand we're getting near the episode, but these are supposed to be, like, super powerful, like, women. And instead it's just like, oh, they're no match for Euron, you know? It's it's very Maybe clearly that they were. Maybe the showrunners realized that no one likes them. Yeah, that yeah. was definitely a showrunner fan yeah. compromise. You yeah, know, like although didn't didn't they leave it? One of them is still yeah alive the the little girl, Valaria. which I'm pretty sure yeah. is alive, just to be tortured for her mother to see. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what we figured out in this episode. Is that's his present to to Cersei? Is is here's the person who murdered your daughter? Yeah, um, and and, daughter, and also so you the can do what you will. Yeah, um good point. So it, it's it, there was one interesting thing that was from the books that they included which is that Euron Greyjoy when he captures um people he cuts their tongues out so that and makes them work for him so that they can't mutiny so they can't like talk to each other and like mm-hmm. plan to murder him. So that's why at the end of it it just feels like classic Game of Thrones torture porn but like that's why they actually were cutting out people's tongues. Well, I think it's also it's also very important because like that is one of the few appendages that like Theon has left. Like I, uh, I like, it's like, it's like, it's just like, just like, and that's one of the things too, where it's like, I, 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 you know, one of the things is like, I really sometimes enjoy the fact that they stick a little, like, this is why if I do a D and D podcast, I want to have like a DMs corner after the fact. Cause it's like, it's really helps me sometimes just, just see them like the showrunners pop on and justify what the fuck they just, did <laughs> like right. like it, it's really nice actually from like a show perspective it's like i really got upset about like the quiet like danny on dragonstone moment from last episode and then like it's like well it's really a big moment and if you consider this and it, like i'm sorry we didn't give you more content but like it's we really needed to give this the space and i'm like okay yeah but whatever but like <laughs> it's, it's it's really kind of like i mean it's really kind of like indulgent on their part in terms of like justifying what they do but at the same time i understand why they did it in terms of like you know this is a part of theon now like it he's not you just don't just like up and non-coward one day like i mean i guess it's yeah the question we should i'm curious everyone is it ptsd or is it uh planning uh because some people are saying it's planning uh, no it's ptsd in my opinion no of course it, it is PTSD. I, I think i think he acted in his character's disinterest like i think he wished for death at one time like i i don't think oh, i don't yeah. think yeah and a sister nobody actually would, like, scares him and, yeah, yeah i don't think death scares theon to be entirely honest i think it's something entirely different be t- well i mean they they purposely that's the clue for me is that they they cut to him looking at him cutting out people's tongues and he's like yeah, exactly. No, and there's like people getting stabbed in the balls. Did you see that? Like, there's all sorts of like. There yes. was like a lot of like the very like they were not they were not like not indirect about pirates. it. 
He's yeah, not Pirates then, of the Caribbean pirates. Yeah, the, <laughs> actually, that was a sand snake stabbing a pirate in the balls. Yes. Oh, yeah, you are correct. That, that did happen. Yeah. That's and which is also just uh, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I, I yeah, I have to admit, I didn't like I didn't like watching the sand snakes die a little bit. I didn't dislike them as characters and like I, I don't know. Well, I, I dislike I dislike the Dorna shark to hell and back, but I didn't dislike the concept. Yeah, of, people, people blame them for the Dorna shark, and the Dorna shark is the bigger problem than like the characters themselves. I think. They're a little bit silly with like their whips and like their like Ninja Turtles weapons, but like whatever, <laughs> you know. Like they are very Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it makes it makes it makes a lot more sense in in the book because it's just like they go away and there's all these there's like they try to do the whole arc with like half the fucking characters. Of course, it doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's like a it's like a concept that they attempted to do and just didn't work from the beginning. And I think even here they're like redirecting. They're like Dorn is just not a thing this season. Don't worry about it. No, for sure. I mean, <laughs> Oleana Terrell last uh, finale was basically like, "Shut up," and that was basically it for Dorn. Like, right. uh, it was proving right. It. Yeah, no, it was it was important and good, and I think that's, I think that's the thing. Uh, what What did you guys think in terms of like, <laughs> um, what do you guys think in terms of like what it means that uh, Yara is captured? Because Yara, like, I thought he was just gonna kill. Yara, but I, I am perfect. To be perfectly honest, I'm astounded that she was alive at the end of this episode. Me too. I don't think they'll kill Yara, Sarah. I really don't. I don't know. I think they won't kill Yara <laughs> because they're hyper aware. I and I think that's the thing. They're hyper aware of their own fan base. I still don't know. I don't know. I think that. I mean, we talked about this in our group chat a little bit, but I think that. You know, Yara still being alive, this is going to be the opportunity for Theon to grow some balls, which is oh, a horrible it was, phrase to use. It's even worse when <laughs> I hear you say go it. Go save oh, Yara. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's, but I think he's going to get there and, yeah. like, kill Euron, but he'll already have, like, stabbed her in the process, so they'll have, like, some, you know, brother-sister moment, and Yara be like, I'm proud of you, brother, and then die. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what's that's gonna happen. That's bad. That's that's, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. That's bad. <laughs> so terrible. It's gonna happen. Um, but okay. So uh, last thoughts on the episode and, and predictions for the next episode. I don't even know. <laughs> a lot happened in this episode. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I like this episode. It's a little bit scattershot, but it's you know good to see some plot progression for sure. And uh, yeah, some good dialogue sequences particularly like the the queens and uh uh the queens, queens? yeah they um, they it, it's still more table setting but at the same time it shows us the paths the general paths forward it resets kind of the balance so that there's key issues it's gonna give cersei some early wins so that we can still feel pretty triumphant when danny just like fucking storms the place in the end uh but uh, i think on top of that like it, it sets up the balance of like you know we're gonna get Sansa centric episodes again and her just doing Games of Thronesy shit. Uh, I think Theon is gonna go to somewhere and try to save Yara, and there's gonna be that whole digression while you know they go off. So I think it's set up what's gonna happen pretty well. It's just like how does this all play out? I think the most annoying thing to me is I'm sure like the Danny John interaction is gonna happen for like five episodes. No, that it was in the uh, oh they, they teased it in the next on. 
Is it going to be next yeah. time? But like, they, is they, it, they showed is, that's probably the last scene of the episode. Yeah, I think that's what they're they like meet do. in the throne room and then yeah. credits roll. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they did. They've done that before where they tease something in the opening season parts and teased it, and then it's like, it's because like they teased the Ober and Martell mountain fight like the beginning of the season, and it didn't happen until like six episodes in. Right, mm-hmm. but usually on the we'll previous. We'll have to hear from Bran though. I think in the next yeah, episode. I, I, I hope so too. I really just kind of want him to every Stark to get to Winterfell at the wrong time. So like Sansa goes off with Littlefinger to do shenanigans and the veil and then Bran <laughs> yeah, gets there and he's amazing. like, where's everybody? And then Bran's like, I gotta go tell the Maesters and he leaves and then Arya gets there and she's like, where is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen too. Oh my god. Wait. No, a lot of the Stark children are dead. Really just Rickon. Honestly, no. It's just, it's all those four left, right? Rickon and Rob are the only ones who. Died. Yeah, it's actually not like you know people make a jokes about dead Starks, but there's not actually. A, well, no, there's Ned and Rickon and Caitlin and and Caitlin and and, Caitlin. and, and and all of them. Oh my fucking god! There's tons of them. And Maester Lewin and the yeah. undead uh, yeah. Stark. Yeah, y'all the, realize what this means. Benjamin, we we have to lose all some more wolves. important characters. Like y'all realize that, right? Oh yeah. No, of course. And I'm sure John is going to die like one more time. <laughs> I know the Santa Stakes were main character, but they were not well liked characters that have been used a lot in like the last two seasons. So that wasn't like yeah. shocking. No, they, they and and it's also just a paring down for writing purposes. Like that's that was one of the things where it's like I was like I was like oh look at that plot device pirate boat <laughs> like <laughs> gonna make this simplified. Leave it on I've the end floor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's essentially what that boat was. It's like plot device. <laughs> like <laughs> you're on Greyjoy with an axe. Someone please make a gif of that. Just the boat coming with no. the blinking plot device. It's, it's like the thing. The thing drops down under the deck and crushes the guy, and it's like plot device. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he stabs someone, like the salary goes down. Yeah, he's like, like not with you, and not with you, and you cost too much. Yeah, I think I think that was I think that was excellent it was an excellent introduction to like you know having a, a, a another terrifying villain i think a, like I, I don't know like jamie is too pure <laughs> for him to like do yeah. awful things now uh like he's too much of a beloved character and we're too invested in his like change arc so if he goes off and does awful things like it has yeah. to be like well constructed like what he did with like the well- Tully's. We'll also need to see uh, the Hound. I think that's going to be a central part of the next episode because the Hound's like uh. quickly become this fan favorite, and I think it's important to watch him because I do think that John will die again, and I think Dondarrion's going to bring him back to life. So uh, there's so there's so much time devoted to the Hound, and I just don't know where that plot thread is going. I guess like it could go somewhere good, but I just don't expect it to. Yeah, I think it's going to be you know. Clegane Bowl, remember? <laughs> if it goes actually, the wrong direction, though. He needs if to go it south. actually <laughs> happens at this point, I don't even know what to do. I like, I, I like, I might scream at the TV. It's like you're three seasons too late. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> um, it seems like from the postal, it's going to be a big Unsullied versus Lannister fight. Someone for already jumping to the the Casterly Rock invasion. Yeah, because uh, that seems to be so. something we're, we're leading to. And he made such and a big deal about Danny's the Cassie Lark be... stuff. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, no. I think because it's going to be this, um, like, another military strategy part about what's Danny going to do now that her fleet's been 
you know, just got those boats. She just finally got them. And she was just making these like powerful alliances with strong women. All of a sudden it's gone. You know, now it's just her and Olena again. Well, (laughs) Well, I think the big thing too is this, this does a great job of, she sent all of her dudes off to fight at Casterly Rock and she's at Dragonstone with Olena. And now it's like army on army. It's like Tyrell's. No. And versus Jon Snow will save her. Yay! <laughs> how is he gonna get? How? Ugh. Like literally, it took Rob Jon like Snow nine. It she doesn't Rob, need like, saving. She has dragons. Took Rob like but two and a half a seasons to get like to the river. She has dragons. Oh, she doesn't it's, need it's to fight. She can just exterminate them. <laughs> She's just like, let's fly away again on a spirit quest. <laughs> like when <laughs> this important time when my city's being invaded, I'm gonna go on a spirit quest with Dragon, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah. mm-hmm. all right. I think that's enough. <laughs> for this time guys uh, mm-hmm. uh, this has been A Feast for Bros featuring Sarah Becker thanks for listening Ben Haworth I'll see you in a little bit guys we'll be on next week and of course ev- the always wonderful and currently in Israel Jenna Daggett I noticed it got a lot nicer from the start of the episode but I'll still have the guest speakers next week vouching for my uh, non clumsy. Uh, are we having <laughs> guest speakers I don't you're, you're not a klutz like I was about to say Jenna I, I fell out of my own car today like that happened <laughs> Like I felt I, I, I am a man who keeps spare shirts in his office because I spill food and drink on them so often. Not like a spare shirt, like six spare shirts and pants. Because like I bent over and like ripped my like work pants before. Like oh, like, no. like like old man, like like not like cute old man, like sad old man pants <laughs> rip. <laughs> where you like bend over and it's like it's man I like lift tripods and shit and like move gear like every day. So like I do shit and I'm always covered in oil and like trying to wear a suit and it's like the worst thing ever. You should see my like dry cleaning bill, it's awful. It's okay. I get it deducted in my taxes, which is amazing. You should do it too. Uh, for, for, for everyone here, these for pros. Thanks for listening. I promise Sean will be back next week and trying to keep uh, us on task. Uh, I, I I think I probably enjoy doing Game of Thrones and keeping everyone off task. So it's really hard to switch those gears. Uh, if you want to head on over to TuscanShed.com, you can check out all our other podcasts, including the Movie Gang podcast, Animania, Geek Space Nine, and uh, I would promote this one usually because I never promote on here. Uh, you can also head on over to tuskenshed.com backslash support us and uh, and you can check out a myriad number of ways to support the Tuscan Shed Media Network and keep this thing on the air. We only got the rest of this season and one more season less of A Feast for Bros. Head on over to Twitter and Facebook and let us know what you would want this show to become once we're done with this. So uh, from everyone here at A Feast for Bros, thanks for listening. <laughs>